Hey everyone, welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. Bear with me one moment. I was having some issues with my phone stand, so I had to grab another one. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry about this. Uh, let's see if this is gonna work. I grabbed a different stand. Uh, okay, so this will just have to do. So God bless you. Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. Um, I see you guys jumping on. It's so wonderful to be with you tonight. So I am talking tonight about walking in your God-given authority. You know, this is something that, you know, if you've heard the last few broadcasts that I've been doing, I am going after this with everything I have, with everything that is within me. I am telling you, you know, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, you have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you. So I believe that this message tonight is going to be, well, I think this could be one of the reasons for the technical difficulties and the late start. But I tell you, I feel rest. I am at peace. And I know that just from being in the Word of God pretty much all day, no matter what I was doing, I had the Word on, the Word, the Word, the Word. And I've just been saturating myself with the Word of God, and in particular, I've been in the Gospel of John, you know, just listening to the words of Jesus over and over from uh, the Word of Promise audio Bible. I just, I adore that Bible. And then it's nice because then when I go to sit down, I grab my NLT and I just start, you know, looking through and sometimes I want to check things or I'll pull a scripture up on my phone. Um, you know, it's really cool because sometimes you might have part of a scripture in your mind, but you don't know the exact scripture, but you know what it says. You can just, in your phone, type part of the scripture and click search, and it will come right up, and that's very cool. So we're talking tonight about what it means to live in your God-given authority or in the kingdom of God. And so hello to everyone that's jumping on. I see you guys, Diana, Michelle, Angela. I mean, gosh, there, there's so many of you, Mike, wonderful. So, um, and I'm sorry for the names that, you know, that I'm, that I'm not saying, but I, we wanna go on with the message. So one thing, the first thing that I wanna say is that, you know, the word of God is living and active. We know that it's sharper than any two-edged sword, right? We know that. And we know that from Hebrews 4.12, and that's what the Word says. But my point is the Word of God is alive and active. So it doesn't matter when you hear it, when you read it, when you say it, it's alive and active in that moment. In that moment, okay? So I want to look tonight at when you, when you look at your God-given authority and how to walk in it, Jesus is our role model. It's Jesus. Yes, you can look at, you know, the disciples and, you know, what they did too, but Jesus demonstrated the kingdom. And there's three things that he did in his ministry and wherever he went. And the first thing is he taught. He taught. The second thing he did was he preached or announced, right, the good news about the kingdom of God. And the third thing that he did was he healed Everywhere he went, multitudes of people, everyone that ever came to him that wanted healing, he never said no to anyone. And you know, he was sent to the children of Israel first. He wasn't sent to the Gentiles, you know, at first. He was sent to 
the Israel, the, the, the house of Israel. And even the woman that came to him that had a demon-possessed daughter, she was not from the house of Israel, right? She was, she was a Gentile, if you will. She was a Syrophoenician woman. She was not an Israelite, but she was not leaving until she got what she wanted. And I just love that story so much because... You know, that's the story where she came to Jesus and she said, Lord, help me. You know, my, my daughter is vexed with a demon. And he said, you know, it's not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. Listen to what I'm saying here. The children's bread. Well, guess what? Today, God's word is for Jew, Gentile. Jesus is for all, for all of us, right, who will have him as Lord and Savior. And if you have him as Lord and Savior, the Spirit of God lives in you. You are now God's son, and I know, or daughter, and I'm totally getting ahead of myself here, but I get excited about this, right? This is good news. The good news is that Jesus didn't just come to save you from your sins. He came to heal you. He taught, he preached, right, the good news of the kingdom, and he healed everywhere he went. Okay, so I just, well, that was a, I think that was a pretty good preface. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about, oh, so with the woman, right, with the, with the daughter who was vexed with a, with a demon, and she said, yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs, you know, lick the crumbs from the master's table, and he said, oh, woman, you know, great is your faith. He said, go, you know, like the devil has left your daughter or go. I mean, some translations say go, be it unto you as you desire, you know. So the bottom line is when she got home, her daughter was in her right mind. How beautiful is Jesus, right? He's not turning anybody down. And I know that many people, you know, wonder, yeah, but I know this person who's sick in the hospital. I know that person who's sick and they keep asking God to heal them. Here's the deal. By his stripes, they were already healed, but maybe they haven't received it. And God is using his people today to, how do I say this? To release the kingdom, to walk in their God-given authority everywhere they go. And maybe that person who is sick hasn't received, maybe they don't know how you know, to receive. Now, you can go and lay hands on them. If you are spirit-filled, you've got the spirit of God living in you, you can go lay hands on them and command sickness to depart from them, command them to be healed. Healing is the children's bread. Are you God's child? Yes. If Jesus is your Lord, you are God's child. Healing belongs to you. By his stripes, you were healed. Okay. All right. So I just want to start here and you can grab your Bible too. In Matthew 4, 23, Jesus went about or traveled. You could say he had like a, uh, an itinerant ministry, right? He went, he didn't stay in one place, right? He went, it says he went. Okay. It says Jesus went about the region of Galilee teaching and preaching, right? The good news, teaching and preaching the good news about the kingdom of God. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. Every, every kind of disease and illness. Then in verse 24, it says, news about him spread as far as Syria and people began bringing to him all who were sick or if they were demon possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all, all. This is, <clears throat> this is our wonderful Jesus, right? 
he taught and he announced, right? He, I said this already, but I'm, I'm driving this home. He taught and he announced or preached the good news about the kingdom of God. And he healed every kind of sickness, disease, illness, all of it. And then it says that large crowds followed him, right? Everywhere he went, large crowds followed him. So, you know, in Psalm 103 verses 2 and 3, right? In verse 2, it says, let all that I am praise the Lord and may I never forget any of his benefits, right? Or the good things that he does for me, another translation says. Verse 3, he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. You know, we really have to think about this because we are taught, you know, in churches and we're taught by different uh, preachers and pastors. They talk about the forgiveness of sins. But not enough are teaching the truth about that God heals. Why? Maybe because they haven't experienced it or people come to them and maybe they persecute them for saying, well, how do you explain, you know, why does God let these things happen to children and all this kind of, you know, persecutions. I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, this is why you and I, we need to get stronger in God's word than anything else so that we can not just teach or preach, but demonstrate the kingdom of God everywhere we go. I'm telling you, I'm going after this. You know, sometimes people might say to me, Lisa, where have you been? You know, we haven't seen you. I am immersing myself. I am going after this because the truth of the matter is I have to do what God tells me to do. I can't worry about, you know, uh, just people or people's opinions or this and that. No, I'm going after it. I want to do the works that Jesus did. And I'm, I'm, or I'm seeing some, but I want to see more and I'm going to see more. I'm telling you. And if you want to see more, you've got to go after it. And you got to step out and just do it. I challenge you, step out and do it. Have you prayed for anybody this week? There was a woman in Coles uh, yesterday and I ministered healing to her. You know what? Wherever you go, when I'm out and about, I'm always looking who needs healing and going up and finding an inroad, a way to talk to them, to minister to them, to just lay my hand on them, you know? Anyway, okay, I have a lot to cover here and, and sometimes I just, I'm so passionate about this because God has given you the keys to the kingdom. Okay, so let me just go on here. Jesus demonstrated what it looks like to live in his kingdom as a son of God, right? Or as a daughter of God. Jesus had the spirit of God in him and upon him, right? And he even said that it was the spirit in him. It was God, God the Father in him was doing the works. Well, that's how it is for you and I now. I really want you to think about this, okay? Jesus was born, think about this. Mary was his mother, but God the Father, right, was really his father. The Holy Spirit is the one that overshadowed Mary. And so Jesus, here, listen to me carefully. God gave me this revelation today, and it was just beautiful. <laughs> so Jesus was born of the Spirit already. So from the time Jesus was, Jesus was born, he had the Holy Spirit. He was born of the Holy Spirit right? And then Mary was his mother. And so God was showing me this. So he was born of the spirit of God. God was his father. And when you and I ask Jesus to come in, to be our Lord and savior, to be our Lord, to live in our hearts, 
Galatians 4, 6 says that God sends the spirit of his son, right, to live in us so that we now cry out, Abba, Father, exactly like Jesus. Jesus was born of the spirit. We are then born of the spirit. Now, Jesus didn't start his ministry until he was baptized by John in the Jordan River and the Holy Spirit came upon him, right? Like a dove. Okay, so I, and, and you know, when God showed me this, I was like, this is awesome. So then you and I, when we ask Jesus into our hearts, we are also born of the spirit and God is now our father. That's awesome. You know what? Because before that, God loves us. He created us. He's our creator. We are his creation. We are, but we are not all God's children. I'm sorry, but Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil, right? No, but when you receive Jesus Christ, you are now God's child because you are a joint heir with Jesus. This is awesome because the spirit of Jesus comes to live in you. God is now your father too. <clears throat> That's why you've heard, or maybe you've heard, you know, when preachers say, so when God's looking at you, he's looking at Jesus. He's looking at you too. He loves you. He created you, but he sees the spirit of his son there. <clears throat> That's awesome. So that just makes me ecstatic, right? And, and so God was showing me this tonight, how Jesus had the Holy Spirit, you know, through, through his life. But he didn't start his ministry until the Holy Spirit came upon him. He was in, you know, and of course he went into the wilderness, fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. The devil tempted him. And it says that when he came out of that 40-day period, he came out in power, full of the Holy Spirit. But then when the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove, then he, that's, he started his ministry right after that. So there's the scripture, and I wrote it down, hang on one second, where Jesus said, it's Luke, wait a second, I'm sorry. Ah, I wrote it down. I think it's Luke 11:13. That's what it is. Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more then will the Father in heaven give to those who ask for the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> so when you get born again, you are born of the Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit that comes in, starts to recreate your spirit. Okay, now, of course, the next step is you have to, if you want to see transformation and walk in the things of God, you have to renew your mind, right? You've got you've to get your mind lined up so that your mind can then line up with this, with that spirit that's in you now so that your mind and your spirit are in agreement. And then you ask, well, not then, you can ask the Holy Spirit, you know, you can ask the Father to baptize you with the Holy Spirit so that you can be his witness and walk in power. That's that's why you want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it is as simple as you asking the Father for it and meaning it. You know, he's going to give it to you if you're going to go out and represent him. He's, he will give it to you. Hey, right there, Luke eleven thirteen. Jesus said, how much more then will the Father give to those who ask him for the Holy Spirit? That's awesome, right? so that you can then be Jesus's witnesses here on the earth. We Listen, that's why God sent the spirit of his son to live inside of you and me. Just like the father was in Jesus when he did the works, 
Now the Spirit of God is in you and me, the Spirit of Jesus, right? God, Galatians 4, 6, God sent the Spirit of His Son to live in you so that we therefore cry out now, Abba, Father, so that we can go and do the works that Jesus did. It's right there. This is the truth from God's Word. Okay, you know, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just very, very passionate about this. Okay, let me just get my place here. Um, representative. This is so good. I made myself a bunch of notes so I could just stay on track. But this is so, so important. Okay, so let's see here. Right, so I mentioned, I said, after Jesus was baptized, he began to preach, saying, repent. Repentance is so important. It's so important when you come to God, right? If you're tired of living your old way, you know, and you want to give your heart to the Lord and start living, you know, literally it's as simple as saying, Father, I'm sorry. Forgive me for my sins. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for my sins and God the Father raised you again on the third day. Lord Jesus, teach me your ways. And Father God, baptize me with your Holy Spirit and let me be on fire for you. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Teach me how to live for you. In Jesus' name. It's that simple. It's that simple. And if you mean it, if you said that prayer with me, you can rewind this. That's what's beautiful about Facebook. If you just did that and said that prayer and you meant it from your heart, I am telling you right now, my beloved friend, God just came in and just recreated your spirit in a moment. Now you got to get into the word for yourself so that you can find out what does God say? You know, how, how am I supposed to change my life? And if you're brand new, I would say start in the book of James. It's short and he talks about how you need to live. And then I would say go back into the gospels and read them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you want to know about healing? Read the gospels, okay? And then, of course, we live in the New Testament and... It's just beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And so, you, okay, we got disconnected for a moment, but praise God. Okay, this is, are you guys getting something out of this tonight? I really hope so. Comment if this is really blessing you tonight. So, you know, Proverbs 4.22, I love it with all my heart. And it says that the word of God is life to those who find them. The word of God is life to those that find them, to those who find what the words of God and health to all their flesh. You might see somebody that's sick in a hospital or maybe you yourself are struggling with something going on in your body. You know what? Proverbs 4.20 right before that says, attend to my words. God is telling you, keep his word in front of you keep his word in front of you it get you know what whatever's in front of you that you're focused on that's where your attention is going to be that's where your attention is going to be but if your attention is only on the doctor's report and then you get on the internet and you start googling oh my god i am telling you right now that will put you in a state of depression because it looks like there's no hope the world does not know how to give hope doctors you know, they can say, hey, we'll do our best. They don't have the answer. Anytime that you're looking at the word of God or you're relying on God's word, 
you're looking at the answer. You're looking at the answer, okay? And I know that um, somebody just uh, said that I think their son has an appointment tomorrow, and I'm going to pray for you before we go. But right now, what I want to do is I want to give you these seven keys quickly that God gave me, and it is for you, and it's for anything. If you need to stand on the word of God for healing, I'm going to give you the seven scriptures to stand on. And listen, I'm sure there's a lot more, but these were seven that God gave me. I have mentioned them before in other videos, but I have to, I've got to tell these to you as much as possible. Write them down. Okay, I'm just going to give the scriptures quickly, but write them down. This is what's great about Facebook. You can always go back and rewind. But these are five scriptures. Five, I'm saying seven. God initially gave me five, but then there were two more. To keep handy, okay? So the first one is 1 Peter 2.24. By his stripes you were healed. It's a done deal. Jesus already paid the price. He paid the price for every, remember he healed every sickness, every disease. How did he do it? Because he took it all in his body. You know, the Bible says that his face was marred more than any person, any human, but he didn't even look human. You know how there's, there's, you hear about people who cancer has just eaten away, like even at their skin, Jesus looked worse than that. He took every sin and sickness in his entire body on that cross. He took it all. And now he's given you his authority to do the works that he did. Okay. So that's this. And I'm going to even show you, we have five minutes left, but I'm going to even show you how you stand on these scriptures. So what you want to do is you say, keep them handy. Lord, I thank you right now that by your stripes, I was healed. And that means I am healed. Second one, Luke 10, 19. The scripture says, I have given you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Thank you, Lord, that you have given me authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm me. Do you see how I am declaring the word of God out of my mouth? This is what you need to do. Matthew 16, 19, Jesus said, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you you loose or permit or allow will be allowed in heaven. So guess what? Thank you, Lord. According to Matthew 16, 19, Lord, you said, Lord, that you have given me the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And right now I bind this cancer. I curse it. I command it to get out of my body, whatever it is. Whatever is going on in your body, you command it to leave and then you have to speak to your body. Again, this morning, this morning I was attacked in my bed as I was waking up with symptoms of asthma. Again, out of the blue, came out of nowhere. I knew it was the enemy. And this time, it's like I don't even flinch anymore. I just said, no. I said, no, I don't allow this. I said, right now, in Jesus' name, I said, you unclean spirit, you get off. You get away from me right now in Jesus' name. But you don't stop there. Because then I said, lungs, I am speaking to you right now, and I, and I command you to breathe deeply, perfectly, normally, no obstructions right now in Jesus' name. And it was done. And it was done. You can't just rebuke. You have to speak what it is 
Okay, and then speak to that body part. Okay, the third one. Ma uh, no, I'm sorry. I gave you Matthew 16, 19. The fourth one, Mark 11, 23. And I just demonstrated this. Jesus said, truly, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, right? Be taken up, thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says. He will have what he says. It will happen. Okay, and I just demonstrated that for you. So, Lord, I thank you. And then you speak to that thing just like I just did. Okay, John 14, 30 and 31 in the Amplified. Okay, Jesus said, I will not talk with you much longer for the ruler of this world is coming and he has no power over me. He has nothing in common with me. There is nothing in me, right? That in nothing in me, in him, like in nothing in me that's of him. There's no agreement with him whatsoever. He said, but I do as the father has commanded me so that the world may know that I love the father and I always act in full agreement with my father. You need to be in full agreement with your father, right? With the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. And then the last two, and you just say, Lord, I, th I, I thank you. I am in agreement with you and I have nothing in common with the enemy. You declare these things. Okay. And then Hebrews 4.12, I said it at the beginning of the broadcast. The word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. You Kill that thing, whatever it is that's going on in your body or in somebody else's. I am telling you, these are the keys and this will work for you because it's the truth from God's word. I'm telling you, this is one of the most passionate messages I have ever, ever taught, preached and demonstrated, right? <clears throat> and I'm still going to pray for you. And then the last one, which really is kind of the first one, Genesis 1, 26 and 28, all right? And I don't even have it written out, but I know what it says. Okay, and, and Genesis 1.26 and 1.28 is where God said that he had given man authority and dominion over every creeping, crawling thing that moves on the earth. Okay, think about this. Disease, cancer, you know. And I say cancer because so many people, it just makes me mad, you know, that so many people are struggling, you know, with that and they, they don't have to, I'm telling you how to kill it, kill it. And so God has given you dominion over every creeping, crawling thing that moves on the earth. Cancer, is it a living, moving thing? When I hear that it's eating away, it's like, you know what? No, no. In Jesus' name, I don't allow this. I command it to die. I curse the seed and the root of every cancer. And I'm speaking to you right now. That's it. Right now. In Jesus' mighty name. The name above every name. And by the way, God even placed his word above his name. So his, his name even backs up his word. And yet it's first. It is, it's primary. So right now... In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you, under the sound of my voice, I curse sickness. I command sickness, disease, any ailment to leave your body right now. Whether it's cancer, MS, multiple sclerosis, ALS, Lugaris, it doesn't matter. Every sickness, I command it to leave you now. 
In Jesus' name, I command your body, I'm speaking to your body right now, from your head to your toes, to operate perfectly, just the way that God designed you to be right now, in Jesus' name, be healed and made whole now, in Jesus' name. And I'm telling you, my friend, say amen. So be it. Because now it's been spoken. It is in motion like a headed for the target. Do not come into agreement with anything else. Write down those scriptures that I gave you. And I know I'm going to have to do... Um, you know, another um, uh, video probably on those again. And um, I'm going to put something together where you can, anyway, I'll announce it soon. But I just love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And if this broadcast has blessed you tonight, please share it with others everywhere you can on social media. Share this. People need to know the good news of the kingdom and how to walk in their God-given authority. This is what Jesus has given to you. And so, anyway, I just love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. I am so passionate, and I will see you again soon. All right, God bless you, and I'll see you soon. Good night.